Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. Thank you for being a part of our Exploring Mind and Body, True Form Life community. All that means so much. All right, just before we jump into the show, I want you to check out makmystic.com. That company is called MAK Mystic Expressions. Now, they're all about Himalayan salt. They have Himalayan salt lamps, salt shakers, salt grinders, salt cutting boards. It's trouble with sleep. I highly recommend a Himalayan salt lamp in your bedroom or throughout your house. Now, you don't have to leave it on all the time. You can turn it off. You know, it changes the ions in the atmosphere. That's the biggest benefit that you can get from a Himalayan salt lamp. But a lot of us are still using highly refined white salt. And it's kind of funny that we're talking about white sugar in this show, but I don't feel that white salt is a whole lot different. It's, uh, there's no nutrients left in it and you, you need to look at your cholesterol levels. And because basically by consuming white salt, it's just basically sodium. So I wanted to tell you about makmystic.com because they have all kinds of different salt products that are bringing to you that can improve your lifestyle. Today, I have another treat for you. And I wish that was literal because... I'm talking about Love Fed with Christina Ross. She's the author of this. You know, it's it's a fantastically delicious book. And I should patent that. Has anyone said that before? I'm sure they must have. <laughs> Anyways, Christina's wonderful. She, you know, she's so sincere and genuine. She talks about, you know, how she fell in love and then how she was encouraged to, you know, live a healthier lifestyle. They started out with just a two-week raw food diet and diet lifestyle, I guess you'd call it. And then they just felt the, Christina felt the health benefits and just felt better and more alive. She said she had more energy than as a child than she remembers on, on a child. She's been on the Good Day Chicago, San Diego living. She's just been an, an ambassador of healthy living and it kind of radiates from her talking and just how you know happy she is. She just seems like a joyful person and I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to have her on air. So sit back and enjoy. That's all coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Christina Ross in the intro, and she's on the line. Welcome to the show, Christina. Hi, Drew. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, and thank you for your patience. We <laughs> we had a little bit of a not not a malfunction um, going on. I was just I'm sweating over here, running in and out of the studio, trying to get people to help me out. <laughs> but thank you for your patience, because some people wouldn't have stuck around. <laughs> I, I didn't mind being on hold. It was fine. <laughs> I got some emails in. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that. Today we're talking about Love Fit and I got to tell you, it's an absolutely, it's, it's a beautiful book. Did you have to do with um, the pictures? I see that you're in some of the pictures, but is that your yeah. photography as well? Uh, uh, yeah. A dear friend shot the cover shot that you're uh, referring to, the ones, the shots that I'm in, uh, Christian Ingenson. She's a local uh, Venice Beach photographer and dear friend of mine. And then the other photos sprinkled throughout my beloved Alex and myself just played with our camera and uh, had a good time and were really happy with the shot. So cool. I just kind of started experimenting myself with DSL cameras and, and better pictures, not just for business, but for a hobby. And it's so, you can learn so much and it's, it just seems like it never ends with photography. Absolutely. And the cool thing is with our camera, it's a DSLR as well, and we didn't really take the time to learn it, I guess, in a proper fashion. Um, we just set it on the video function and snap all of our photos from 
the video. And uh, that's become a really easy way for us to get around having to learn all the, the technicalities of the camera right now and just dive right in to make something like Love Said Book happen. That's awesome. That's the best way to learn, <laughs> isn't it? Just doing it. Dive in. <laughs> that's right. Okay, so why don't you tell us or give our listeners a chance to resonate with you a little bit. Where, where did you come from? Where did this book come from? How did you get into raw food? Oh, sure thing. Um, about seven years now, um, I fell in love with Alex. We both met in, in um, which is now our backyard. He was hosting a party, and I, I came over to the party, and he introduced himself to me, and I was really kind of like, oh, wow, I think this is going to turn into something really special and actually quite scared of letting that happen. <laughs> and just through hanging out with him a little bit, he just was like encouraging me to follow my heart. And it was the first time anyone had ever really told me to follow my heart. And I was like, ah, you know, I actually do think I hear this, this uh, wisdom coming through and to follow this direction. And really just after meeting him and, and uh, him, uh, he brought me to yoga classes and introduced me to just um, a healthier, happier lifestyle, I guess you could say. I, I felt like I was always a happy person, but not necessarily very health conscious. And we were both at this place in our lives when we met that we wanted to do a cleanse. And we didn't really know how to go about doing one because we, we only knew of the master cleanse at the time. And we knew that we didn't want to um, not eat food. So we both just decided to, do, um, to eat raw foods for two weeks. And eating raw foods for two weeks had such a positive impact on our life in that short period of time that it was no looking back for us. It was just, okay, we have felt major benefits from shifting our diet to a whole foods, plant-based diet, and um, by not cooking or processing our food in any way, we felt just magnificent. We had more energy than, than I'd ever remembered having, even sometimes as a kid, so... Um, so with that, naturally, we just decided to embark on the journey of um, just really um, mindful eating, and that incorporated a lot of raw vegan foods. So, and uh, from there, I just needed dessert. So, started <laughs> getting crafty in the kitchen. <laughs> so, with the what was your lifestyle? I call it lifestyle diet. But what was your diet like before? Was it completely extreme, or was it close to something to a raw food diet? It was more just whatever friends would make for me. I just hadn't hadn't really cared to get in the kitchen at all. I wasn't <laughs> inspired. So it would be like things, just really quick things, like, oh, there's tortilla chips and salsa. Well, that would be a good dinner. <laughs> it's there and ready. Or, you know, whatever was uh, freezer food. So I'd say more like conventional fast food, uh, just quick, easy. Uh, you can find it in the freezer section, not really full of a lot of nu- nutrients and if it was drive-through, it was probably going to be um, something that I found convenient and good at the time. So, okay, uh, which is entirely different from how I how I <laughs> like to eat now. So I experiment with raw foods every once in a while, and I can, actually I am now. I get I don't know where they come from. Maybe your book, but I get through these. I go through these spurts of inspiration with raw foods. So I'll have every Sunday will be a raw food day. And I guess I would probably eat 50 to 80% raw food to begin with. But anyways, what I'm getting at is what, is there a tipping point that you say, oh, I can do this full time? Or does anyone come to you and say, I've tried it and this hasn't really worked out? Then do you have any advice for me or someone in that situation? 
Yeah, I think what I learned from going at this at you know somewhat extreme levels of trying to be 100% all or nothing um, is that it's just good to incorporate however much raw food um, that you possibly can into your diet because any small change, even if you're incorporating um, one meal a day, just making sure that one meal a day is raw food, you're still going to reap benefits that have ripple effects. So you might notice that if you incorporate just one raw meal a day that you start to feel really good or for, for you, like on Sundays, you might feel better on Sundays than any other day. And that over time will just start leading you to doing that more often. You'll start to recognize like, I feel really good today and I should just keep up what I was doing, you know, on the day that I felt really good because I want to have those clear thoughts. I want to have that energy, that enthusiasm, that, that, um, that nourishment in my body. So I think that just one tiny small change, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, will have ripple effects down the road. I like that because I often talk about slow, sustainable changes. So I think that, you know, what you're saying with, it could be small changes and it could be small differences that you're seeing in your health and your body and your energy levels by taking small changes. Then you just continue on and keep feeling better and cleaning up your diet or moving more towards raw food. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it, and that's what's so great about actually diving into it a little bit lower. You just get, you get to pay attention more to what's, what's working for you and what's not and just tailoring it to your needs instead of an all or nothing approach where you might end up burning out and then, you know, find yourself eating things that you um, wouldn't have necessarily wanted to do because, but, you know, we get bored. Sometimes we, we dive right into these. I know I went and did raw foods for, quite a while I was thinking this is all or nothing and I love it and I started to get down on myself really hard when when I wanted something that was cooked vegan it was cold I'm like I want something that's cooked like a warm (laughs) delicious stew and I started to feel bad I'm like wait wait (laughs) this is actually still good for me so I think it was just really good to lighten up a bit on um on what on what my food choices were and not be so rigid in my approach yeah, I like that too because sometimes, like I say, when when I would have my raw day, for example, I would st- I would feel almost unfulfilled because there was nothing warm and cooked, and I guess to my palate or my body, satisfying because it was all yeah. cold and raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And so then you- it's just getting creative in the kitchen too. It's like, well, I could make you know a warm latte, and majority of all of the ingredients are going to be you know really nourishing herbs like turmeric and ginger and cinnamon. And, you know, these are really warm and spices and, and medicinal ingredients that we can use to warm our body up, even if we're not using much heat, you know, but just to get like a turmeric latte in the body, I would still consider that to be a very nourishing and mostly raw um, alternative rather than, you know, having something that looks full of sugar and dairy and all of these ingredients that don't serve us. Mm-hmm. So do you dehydrate? How often do you dehydrate? Do you dehydrate every day? I'd say weekly. Um, yeah, I have these breakfast wraps that I eat almost every morning that I call an energy crepe. And those every uh, once a week are always going in my dehydrator. And this past year, I haven't dehydrated as much as I usually do, but um, that's because I'm a new mom now. So Congratulations. It's, uh, thank you. So it's a little <laughs> a little more challenging to... Uh, pre-plan what I'm going to dehydrate. So I just kind of stick with the regular things that I, I know I have on a daily or weekly basis. 
Okay. So I want to ask you about your book. And I like to ask authors this because I, I wrote a book myself and it was all difficult. <laughs> but I want to know what the most difficult part of your book was. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say um, just becoming pregnant right after I signed uh, my <laughs> my contract. <laughs> Because I didn't know that I was going to be so nauseous, I didn't even want to look at food. So I think um, being patient with myself in those first few months of pregnancy while working with deadlines to not be stressed about the deadlines that were approaching and, and the things that uh, I was going to need to accomplish while not feeling 100% my best. Because as you know, with having read a book yourself, these deadlines are very real. You have to get material in by a certain time. And... If you take the road of, um, of pressure and stress, just kind of letting that creep in, it almost, um, I feel like it inhibits um, me to be able to put my best work forward. So I think it was a lot of it was just trusting that everything was going to work out, that I was going to meet my deadlines, and that the work that I was going to put out there was going to um, help others and, and just be the best work that I possibly could put out there. Because there's a lot of doubt that, kind of creeps in, I think, with writing the book, like, is it ever going to come out? Is it, <laughs> is it ever going to be finished? A while? <laughs> yeah, the edits are the worst for me. <laughs> Endless edits. Yeah, I, I'm so grateful to have worked with a team for the edits because, yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go to the exact opposite. And I want to know what your favorite part about the book is. And maybe if you have a favorite recipe, well, that's probably difficult. They're probably all your favorite recipes. <laughs> One it depends of your... on my mood, but I think, yeah, uh, my favorite part was creating the recipes. <laughs> I really got to hone in on, on different cravings. Nostalgia really kicked in. I think also because I was pregnant when I was writing a lot of the recipes, um, different uh, nostalgic cravings from my childhood, like these Boston cream cups came came about. I was remembering when my parents would take me to donut shops and I would get these Boston cream donuts and they were my favorite. <laughs> so then naturally I wanted to have them right there and then. So I said, why don't I just dream some up for the cookbook? <laughs> so I think that was the cool part of just like um, creating things just purely from my imagination and just um, just seeing that they they turned out better than I could have expected and just being able to share that in the book was pretty awesome. I really enjoyed taking um, a lot of the photos. I thought that was a really fun, creative process for me and just hearing the feedback on that now just makes me so encouraged to keep going with uh, food photography. Mm-hmm, you definitely and my favorite recipe would probably be the Banasi pie because it's just so simple and I have this weakness for like a graham cracker crust taste and this kind of nailed it. So I think that that's probably my most favorite recipe if I had to pick, but I, I, I do love a lot of them there. <laughs> well, sorry, what yeah, was it again? What was your favorite one? What's it called? The Banasi pie. It's, a, it's kind of like a banana toffee uh, whipped cream uh, chocolate pie. Oh my. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, where is that? That's on page 16 and 69 in the book. And, uh, yeah, it's just delicious. And it, really, it comes together really uh, quickly and, and simply, too. So. All right. I'm going to look at it right now. <laughs> All right, let's take a cor- short commercial break. I'm going to drool over this picture here. We'll be right back with Christina Ross on Exploring Mind and Body. Stay right there. 
exploring mind and body with True Form's True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. All right, so a quick word for another one of our sponsors, Fitness Matters. So that's Jamie D. Marshall and Anita Parker. They kind of teamed up and they put together not only a product, but a program together. And it's super cool. I took it to the gym myself, had the opportunity to try it out with some clients. And it's, you know, it's everything you need. I certainly believe in full body workouts. I don't believe you need a gym or all kinds of different equipment. Of course, depending on your goals, but personally, I like to look at full body exercises first. And this is more like a medicine ball with handles. So there's unlimited exercise that you can do. So in the entire Transform kit, this includes a 30-day challenge. You have a skipping rope, a core ball, you have a workout guide, and even have a daily logbook, which I highly recommend. Always logging your workouts, your nutrition. That makes a big deal or a big difference in your success rate. So if you want to check these guys out, they have all kinds of information, videos, tips, blogs going up on fitnessmattersblog.com. Welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. We have Christina Ross on the line, author of Love Fed and every one of her recipes you should make right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Christina, we're talking about all kinds of different things in your book and kind of your journey. I want to ask you, I think failure is a big thing in life. And I really don't believe in failure that has most people believe in. But I want to ask you failure within the book or because we make recipes all the time. And I think you're a person that would be honest with us and, and, and tell us you know, how failure is for you. So what happens when your recipe doesn't turn out or if it wasn't perfect or, I mean, you're a professional. <laughs> what, happens, what happens when your recipe doesn't turn out? You know what? This is going to sound really cheesy, but it's really, it creates opportunities, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, if something didn't turn out, I just try to find a way to repurpose it. It's, um, it's kind of not a waste. It's, I guess if I were to look at it as a waste, it would have been a waste of time, a waste of ingredients, a waste of uh, costs that went into it. But I, I try to repurpose things and, um, and just make them uh, the best that I can with what I have on hand. And... Uh, so it's yeah, not exactly. Really, like, I think the the failure is just uh, it's it's a part of the learning and uh, and it can be used uh, as a tool. Absolutely, I believe that we learn so much more from failure than from success, and it seems like. You know, some people throw their arms up in the air or they don't want to do it anymore. They throw it away. So I like how you repurpose and just move on and take it as a learning experience. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a gift. It really is. Love Fed, we talked about some of your favorite recipes. We talked about, which is, it was on page 68. Tell me what the name of it was, banana toffee? Yeah, banana toffee pie. I was just checking that out. That looks good. I like to talk about juicing. I know that's different, juicing and blending, but... Is that, as a raw foodist, is that part of your daily regimen? It sure is, yeah, every day. Um, although lately I've just been juicing, um, I have a Hiram Slow Juicer. Well, now it's the Brazil one, actually, my Hiram one, and it, it died. So I got the Brazil um, Slow Juicer. And so since becoming a mom, um, I've, I've juiced daily for years, and it just it really serves my body really well. But now I have to juice. I turn on my juicer um, once a week, and it gives me about four or five jars worth of juice that lasts me for the week. 
And I know it's not the most nutritious because it's been sitting in my fridge for a few days, but it's the only way I can make it happen right now. So, yeah, I do my best, but every day I start my day with my green juice. Um, I just don't juice it fresh that morning like I used to. That's okay. That's fantastic. I, I like that um, mindset of, you know, just because it doesn't happen or it's not possible every morning, it's still happening. And I love batching, not only from business and in life, but batching food. Like I always say, prepare a big batch of food so you don't have okay. to jump into the pantry. And we usually don't have many healthy things going on in there. Um, yeah. No, yeah. If it's ready and already made, you're just going to go for it. So, um, being busier than ever before in my life. It's like, it's the only way to make it possible. And to be honest, I still feel just as great as if I was juicing it that very morning. So mm-hmm. it's really just about making it, making it happen and not having any excuse kind of hold me back from doing the things that I know I need to be doing for the vitality that I'm looking to have in my life. I love it. No excuses. <laughs> I want to ask you about, you know, I haven't asked anyone this before, I don't think, but raising a child on a raw food diet. I don't know if that's possible or tell me about that. How's that going to look for when your little one is a little bit older and, and growing up and having raw food? <laughs> I'm definitely not going to impose that he has to grow up um, only eating raw foods. But while I'm feeding him, it's pretty amazing. Like when I'm packing his lunches, when he when he goes on uh, adventures with his um, sitter, it's pretty cool. Like just to see that today I mix some like grapes and blueberries and chickpeas and a little bit of kimchi. And it was kind of all combined together in this little Tupperware because that's, he's just so happy to eat all this fresh living food. He enjoys it. And it's just variety of flavors and textures. And um, I don't want to restrict him as to what he's going to eat. I'm going to let him really, make his own decisions and just be the example. That's kind of where where I think uh, I lie with that. If he decides that he wants to eat predominantly all raw foods because he's put that connection together that he's feeling really good on them, then I would be <laughs> more than thrilled, but I'm not going to make anything a, a strict you, you know, you have to only eat this in the house and, and that. That's awesome. Yeah, and I trust, I tr- like everything in life, you have to trust that things are really going to work out for the for the betterment of all you know and that it's that that everything's going to be okay and i feel like when we become parents there's so much worry that can enter our lives it's like if i can take one less worry off my plate and just just trust that all is going to work out i'll be better a parent and my, my son will benefit from that as well so absolutely Okay, Christina, unfortunately, our time has come up. <laughs> I know. We're having so much fun online here. Oh, I um, can talk about food and babies all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to do? All right, we'll have you back on to talk more about babies and raw food. How about that? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are you? I know you're at love-fed.com. You yeah. are on Twitter at lovefedrecipes. What's, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. Go ahead. What's going on with you? Where can people reach you? I'm really suggesting that people sign up for the newsletter uh, that, by subscribing to the blog. So I send out a newsletter um, almost weekly. And I'm starting to work with products and companies that I absolutely love to offer discount codes for subscribers. So I think that that's a great place to actually get more resources outside of what you can already get on love-fed.com. Um, and then also, I'm really active on Instagram and um, sharing recipes on Instagram and uh, and sharing extra um, special recipes also through the newsletter as well. 
You can find me at Love Fed on Instagram and then on Facebook as well under Love Fed Recipes. Christina, thank you so much. This was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your time at the beginning and patience and all this information you're sharing. about. I love your lifestyle. Like You, you seem like you've um, taken advantage, full advantage of living a healthy life you know, a live raw food lifestyle. And I think that that resonates within you. And a lot of people think that raw is all about depriving yourself and it clear that you're happy and enjoying what you're doing with the raw lifestyle. Totally. Absolutely. We just have to, like the book encourages, you have to make it your own, whatever's going to work for you and, and sustain that vitality and that happiness and that, you know, that love of life. I think that's what's going to work for us. We just have to find out what that is for each of us. Thanks, Christina. I'll let you go. And I'd love to have you back another time. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Just a special thank you again for Christina for coming on the show. Like I said, we had some issues at the beginning, which was entertaining at times. And I just want to thank Christina for being patient and, you know, waiting. And some people would have been upset or annoyed or impatient, but Christina has a a great attitude, as you heard on the show, and a great outlook on life. And it was just such a pleasure to talk with her and learn more about what it's like to live a raw lifestyle. And like I said, I experiment with it from time to time myself and just no, just hasn't stuck with me yet, but I haven't given up. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of inspired right now to make some more raw food and see how that goes for me personally. Just a quick word from our sponsor, Rainy Days Medi Spa, before I let you go. These guys are local as well. They're located right here in Sylvan Lake. They have a brand new website. They have new ownership. It's fantastic. You you really have to see everything they have to offer. It's not just your conventional spa. They have spa packages. They even have skin solutions for men. What I love about them is they're part of the green factor. Every time you purchase a retail product, a tree's planted in a developing country. I think that's super cool. They have waxing, makeup. They use vegan products. They use natural products. You don't have to worry about so much of those toxins when you go into conventional spas. And then they have your non-conventional, what I would call more holistic stuff. They have Reiki, reflexology, spiritual body care rituals. So tons of stuff these guys are doing at rainydaysmedispa.com. If you want to give them a call, it's 403-887-0660. Thank you so much for being a part of the show and everything you do, everything, all your comments that are coming in. We have pictures coming in from a giveaway I gave away and so much, so many good things, so many good connections and good people that I have the opportunity to meet. And that in large part is because of you and because of an audience that I have. So thank you for that. I want to thank Jameson Brown for edits and that's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.